Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So I remembered the thing, which is great, and I had the, for, the, I had the, the foresight to write it down. I don't even remember what the context for the thing was anymore. So the thing that I, the point that I was going to make that I remembered as I was listening to the last episode for editing purposes, um, the reason I started explaining the PRND was because I was going to talk about, um, that dude, that dude and a big, uh, fan fiction no-no. And the reason I brought up that dude is because I was leading into a point about how I think there is a way to be horny on main that is for the most part respectful question mark where you're not like absolutely disgusting about it you don't have to objectify them like actually treat them as people while you appreciate precisely so the reason that i was explained like that i was just like had to get from point to point to point in a very long and roundabout way is because I was reading a What We Do in the Shadows fanfiction, and it was like, I can't even remember what the exact context was, but I'm pretty sure it was like implying, or like very heavily implying, or like kind of like, you know, fading away at the point where it's like, oh, the guide and Andre are gonna go hook up or whatever. And somebody left a comment, an, an anonymous guest left a comment on this fanfiction, so I know I was this motherfucker. Um, just being like, oh, good writing i guess but like the guide and naja would never hook up and i know it's this it's this guy because every time like any thing in the show is like yeah all of these vampires will fuck anything that moves like does not matter who what he's like oh but naja doesn't actually like women blah 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 it's like gross and i know it was him but he left a comment on this person's fanfiction being like oh, yeah, like, good writing, I guess, but this would never happen. It's just saying, it seems just like you're just writing wish fulfillment. It's like, first of all, yeah, that's what fanfiction is, you idiot. And second of all, the, like, I cannot even begin to describe how much of a, like, fanfiction community no-no that is. Like, there is a tag, uh, essentially, and this is becoming, like, a problem. This is just going to be Bridget gets into fic discourse. Mm -hmm. But they're, um... At least when I sort of found my stumbled into the fanfiction community, there was a lot of value placed on the tag slash phrase, don't like, don't read. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, yeah, don't like, don't read. You do, if, it's, if based on the description or the first paragraph, you don't click on it or you click back out and you don't say mean shit. Yeah. Like if it's not for you move on but i like so i cannot even begin to describe how just fucking rude it is to comment on someone's fanfiction to say that you didn't like it i mean just even in a broader sense if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all and i've probably said this on the podcast before like the gap in like fandom literacy slash etiquette between people who are like maybe three, four years younger than I am, is mind-blowing. Absolutely. Like, I could go on about this for hours. It's insane how people just, like, do not know how to leave people alone when they're, like, doing a fandom thing that 
they personally are not a fan of. It's nuts. Yeah, like well, people, the there's a movement right now where people will literally dox people for shipping things that they personally don't like or are grossed out by. I, I don't think it's specific to fan fiction community, though, because I think it's just like this general thing now where everybody expects the world to cater to them. And I think people get um, too comfortable behind a keyboard. Oh, absolutely, 100%. They, or there's a specific name for it in fan fiction circles, I guess, is what is what would be a better way of putting it. It's like, I don't get the point. Is it to feel superior, or... Like... I'm gonna, in the examples that I'm thinking of, they're, they're called, like, antis, uh, fantis, fan antis, or, um, like, fandom police, fan poll... And it is definitely to feel superior to other people. Like, I can just about guarantee that. They need to go to therapy. Oh, yeah. Because, you, like, they will... There ways to feel better about yourself. No, for real. Like, there's this thing now. There, You know the, um, the scene in Arrested Development? I don't even watch this show. But you know how he, like, op- goes to the fridge. There's a brown paper bag. It says, Dead Dove. Do not eat. He opens up the paper bag and it's just like, I don't know what I expected. There is a tag on AO3 specifically where if you tag your fanfiction as Dead Dove Do Not Eat or Dead Dove Do Not Read, it is it means all the other tags on this fanfiction take them fucking seriously. Like, if it says, like, Dubcon, for example, you know if it is also tagged with Dead Dove, like, this is some heavy shit. Maybe it's extremely intense, like, BDSM roleplay. Maybe it's whatever. This isn't just, like, Dubcon is an, oh, these two characters hook up while they're drunk, so maybe it's a little sketchy in real life. Like, take it seriously. But the, like, fanti movement has made it, has, like, reduced it to dead dove is any content that they deem bad. It's insane. Or, like, or, like, has... There's so much discourse I could get into. I'm, like, so passionate about this. Not just, like, as a fic writer, but just, like, as a person. Like, I think, like, fandom is such an interesting, like, sociological phenomenon. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so much going on there that, like, should be studied. And, like, we're only kind of just now getting to that point. I mean, there are people that study it, but they're more, like, critical scholars. Yeah. Not a whole lot of quantitative work in that area. But yeah, I just... Mm, it drives me nuts. And I don't understand what happened in, like, the three years between, like, the people... like Between my age and, like, the ages of people I see on Twitter, like, with these just god-awful fandom takes about, like, like god-awful takes about fan works, and, like, essentially, like, oh, the things you read are, like, a reflection of, like, your real-life morals and values. It's like, mm, no. Mm. Anyway, to start off with a little rant that I didn't even mean to get into because I remembered a story that I tried to tell last week. God. Don't really know where to go from here, but um, got that out of my system. Good. Good to vent. That's what this podcast is, really. This podcast is two friends just say words at each other. This is us hanging out, but we record it. And, like, occasionally put things on a list to talk about. This is what it's like to hang out with the two of us. Yeah. I try to remind myself, too, that, like, oh, yes, this is being recorded for people to listen to in case they might enjoy it kind of thing. And so I have to remind myself, like, I was going to tell you about my new shower head that I'm really excited about. I want to hear about your um, new shower head. Listen, if, <laughs> if at this point you have been listening, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while now and you think, oh, she's talking about a new shower head, like, th- like, this is the final straw, this, like, this is the quality has gone down. 
I don't know what to tell you. Like, if you've been here for a while and that's the final straw, what were you expecting? It's it's exciting because it's one of the ones that, like, it can be handheld. It has, like, the hose. Yes! Oh my but god, those are great. it sticks via super strong magnet. Okay. And it's real fun to just pull it off, use it, and then it reattaches by magnet. No, and cool. you know the great thing about detachable shower heads? When you, like, actually, like, like scrub, like, do the, the, the bathroom deep clean, and you scrub down the shower walls? Yeah. <sighs> makes life so much easier that is one thing i miss about uh my parents house is that there was a detachable shower head you can get one you can just screw it on i could but the one i have is like the one i have currently like it's kind of nice like mm. it's a like the, good good water pressure it's a nice shower head so i'm like mm. yeah and like i yeah, don't know but... if anything that i would buy like would be that level of nice because i am a semi-broke woman living by herself. I primary well, two primary reasons I got it. One is makes cleaning easier, and two, I like a lather when I shower, and I have a tendency to just like let there's lather everywhere when I'm done. There's just like foam on the shower curtain, on the the tile, and everything. I'm impressed that you managed to achieve that. Yeah, I don't know how I do it every single time because I I just like a lather. I probably use more shampoo and like body wash and stuff than I need to but it's just like there and so I especially like i'm like trying to rinse it down like no you're gonna leave soap scum or you know and today when i was done washing and rinsing i just took the thing off and went damn what a time to be alive so i'm real excited i just got it this afternoon um i think those are the things you should be excited about and again if you're here and this is the final straw for you i don't know what you were like waiting for yeah i also uh I'm getting a new coffee table soon, so that's... Dude, how, oh my god, one that's not gonna, like, fall apart at the slightest gust of wind? Yeah, uh, simply because my parents bought one, and then it wasn't the right size, and they don't want to go through the hassle of returning it. Nice. Oh, those are always the best. Yeah. Like, alright. I've looked for years, couldn't find one I liked, and I just... You, um, purchased the Trader Joe's Chai Latte Concentrate, correct? Yeah, I still haven't used it. Oh, I was gonna say, that's what this is. And I was gonna ask if you'd tried it yet, because it's... I'm enjoying my Trader Joe's chai latte. Keep forgetting it's in there. 10 out of 10, would recommend. Um, well, let's get into the actual podcast. Alright. After just... 10 minutes of total bullshit. Sure. Um, this is stolen from Reddit, shocker. What is a seemingly mundane question you can ask somebody that will tell you a lot about their personality? And you came up with, uh, you had seen this on the document prior and mentioned something on the stream where if you ask someone what their favorite character from Death Note is and they say Light Yagami, run. Yep. Which, like, yeah. Yeah, and I, I skimmed through the reddit thread a little bit just kind of oh, curious I even, what maybe i should have done that i did not but one of them to me is one of the uh one of the top questions and i think it's actually maybe come up with us before i can't remember but uh where do you know tim curry from? i was going to say that exact thing because like rocky horror picture show you're what? gay um annie you're a theater kid Muppet Treasure Island, Rocky Horror Picture Show, and Annie, those can all be you're a theater kid, but, like, Rocky Horror Picture Show, specifically, like, you are a gay theater kid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so many, and you could say Home Alone 2. Mm-hmm. No, or, um, actually, one of the first movies I think of is the movie Clue. Literally, say, actually, though, the I think the first movie I can ever remember seeing Tim Curry in, Annie, which, like, not shocking at all. Like... Oh, yeah, yeah. You've met me. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the oldest thing I think I've... One of the oldest things I've seen him in. I mean, the first thing I think of is always Rocky Horror, but... How can you not? Yeah. But definitely Clue's up there. Hook is up there. Oh, yeah, I forgot he's in that. And, um... God, what else is he in? Oh, you got the Wild Thornberries. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> like there's just so many what what, or like it horror movie buff yeah. yeah 
What an icon. What an icon. Fern Gully. I know there's, like, something major that I'm forgetting, and it's just not coming to mind. Okay, wait. Hold on. Clue. Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm. Annie. Fern Gully. Muppet Treasure Island. Wild Thornberries. Home Alone 2. It. Hmm. I feel like there's something, or is it just me? I Oh, Congo. Oh, there it is. I was there just pulling up my MTV page and it popped in my head. But I'm something else. Banger that I have yet to Literally, see. The first thing like on his page the known for is Congo. Hell yes, King. Second Clue, then Rocky Horror. Clue is so Clue is one of those movies where like if you don't think that's funny, I don't like you. Maybe that's a good question. Do you like the movie Clue? Yeah, do you like the movie Clue? Because if the answer is no, we can't be friends. If the answer is that you haven't seen it, we have to fix that immediately. Yeah, because I, I feel like there's a lot of, like, movies and TV shows like that, that if you ask people whether they like them, that can... It's a good judging question. Do you like Monty Python? Yeah, because if, if the answer is no, we're not going to We're just along. not going to get, like, the, our senses of humor are way... Because you yeah. and I have extremely different senses of humor in a lot of ways, but we have the one very important uniting factor, Monty Python. Yes. And frankly, yeah, I, I think if we didn't have that, we would drive each other insane and not in a fun way. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the similar kind of, I mean, really kind of a stupid humor. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> At the same time. Yeah. That's, I think that's, like, probably one of the best ways I can explain it, is that Monty Python is both, like, it has its moments of highbrow, and then it's also just dumb as shit. Which, like, something about that combination, beautiful. That's why it's so good, yeah. With a healthy dose of absurdism in there, just to keep things interesting. Mm-hmm. Man, what other thing? Hmm. Um, I was like, man, there was some sort of animated thing that I was thinking of over the garden wall. Yeah, if you, like, don't like Over the Garden Wall, or, like, if you are a person, there's so- Curry. Hmm? You voiced Auntie Whispers. Oh my god, you're so fucking right. If you know Tim Curry from Over the Garden Wall, you are a child. Like, there's simply no way around it. I feel like it's kind of hard to recognize his voice. I know. Anyway, um- yeah, there's so many movies where, like, that's the question. It's like, what do you think about this movie? And depending on the answer, I know whether or not I would actually, like, really get along with this person. Because I am a big fan of the movie where nothing fucking happens, but everything mm-hmm. happens. And if you are one of those people who, like, watches a movie like, um... Have you seen The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? No. I know of it. I love that fucking movie so much. And again, it's kind of one where, like, not nothing happens, but, like, it's not super, like, tons of cause and effect plot, I would say. Like, it's a lot of, like, it's a lot of vibes. And, like, if you aren't a person who can just enjoy a movie that is just vibes, like, you have to have, like, oh, and then they break into the bank to do this. It's like, no. Mm Mm-mm. Like, I love a good, like, plot-driven action flick as much as the next girl, but, like, come on. If you can't enjoy a movie where nothing happens, we can't be friends. Hmm. So there's a hot take. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like for me, most of the the media that tells you about a person is, like, comedy-related, mm-hmm. because to me, so much of, like, so much of liking or not liking a person has to do with sense of humor. Oh, and you, you know, actually... Like, Here's another, like, small thing that, like, maybe this is just me, but it, if, these are people I cannot get along with. If you say that, like, the Beatles are objectively not good, or that, like, they're overrated, or whatever, Mm -hmm. like, they can not personally be for you, but, like, are not even necessarily overrated. Because, like, yeah, you can think they're overrated. You can think maybe they are, like... I had a high school art teacher who did this, who was just like, oh, the Beatles are bad. Like, they're not important. I'm like, no. 
Like that's like they can be not your taste. You cannot like it. The that the Beatles are bad and that they are not important. Like two objectively wrong statements. Like it cannot be your thing. But whenever anyone tries to make the argument, it's like, oh, like all these, like, you know, they just sound like everything that comes after them. It's like, yeah, because they inspired fucking everything. Like it, oh my God, it pissed me off so much when this guy, when this guy would just like act so superior because he didn't like the Beatles. Shut up. You're not special. Like you are doing the exact same thing where you're like, oh, everyone likes the Beatles. Like that's so basic. You're like being basic in the opposite way where just like you're being contrarian to make yourself feel special hate it cannot stand it which and i feel like by extension anytime a person is like oh yeah like i just hate this thing like it just sucks too many people like it i'm like yeah because it's good well not always not always but often (laughs) sometimes a lot of people just have bad taste sometimes a lot of people do just have bad taste but i absolutely hate when people are like oh like x is popular therefore it must be bad or like i'm special for not liking popular things drives me up the goddamn wall yeah i mean i think that fits into a broader category of just contrarians in general absolute worst one of the worst traits in a human being like being contrary just for the sake of being like i have slash had a friend we don't really talk so much anymore but like that was his whole thing he just wanted to like everything i said he would go against it because he kind of thought it was fun like you know to have a spirited debate and i'm like but you don't even believe what you're saying oh my god that that would drive me to murder and like now that i'm thinking about it uh, my stupid ex-boyfriend, incredibly fucking contrarian. And I don't know if it's just, be, like, because those were his genuine beliefs, but, like, every time I said a thing, it was always like, eh, well, I don't know, like, this isn't actually good, blah, blah, blah. Like, go away, shut up. Who asked you? Yeah. yeah. You, might, you Even if you don't agree, you don't always have to say it. Yeah. Some things yeah, you can just keep you can to just, yourself. Yeah. You can just kind of hang out and be like, oh, cool, glad you like that thing. Yeah, and then move on. Just be, Just be a pleasant human. Just a thought. Were there any other uh, responses to this question that you felt were worth discussing? Or do you have any other thoughts, period? The comedy thing that I mentioned was because I was going to bring in Mitch Hedberg. Oh my god, absolutely. If you don't don't think that's funny, we can't. Like, no. This just isn't gonna work. Yeah. I think my my other major one is asking how they feel about animals. Oh, 100%. You know, because I, I, I tend to judge people a lot depending on how they act around animals. You know, like, if they're nice to them or... Yeah, and, know. like, I can understand a person being like, yeah, I like animals, but, like, maybe I don't really have time for one. Like, I'm out of the house all the time, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's one thing. But if you're like, oh, I don't like pets, no. No, 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 no. We're not doing this. I mean, like, if I, if I were dating a guy and I brought him over for the first time, like... I'm going to be looking to see how he interacts with my cats. Oh, 100%. Like, kind of like, uh, I don't want them near me. Like, eh. nope. None of that. But on the other hand, if he goes up and starts, like, petting him and, like, baby talking to him and stuff, I'm like, well, that's it. I'm in love now. <laughs> Husband. Yeah. But it's not just for, like, cats and dogs. Like You heard it so- here. That's how you can get Brooks's hand in marriage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, like, you know, somebody finds out I have a snake and they're immediately like, oh, gro- like, why would yeah, you Yeah, how that? you feel about snakes, that is very important for me. Like, yeah. you can, like, be a little creeped out. You can be like, oh, I never thought about a snake as a pet or I'm kind of, like, wary around snakes. But if you're, like, automatically like, ew, that's disgusting, get fucked. Yep. I am, yep, am I being right. really mean this episode? <laughs> I feel like I'm being really mean. Hmm. Maybe, no, I'm trying to think of, like, I was trying to imagine a scale for you. Like, you scale. Okay. Oh, also, totally unrelated. These, like, Stanley Tumblr things that are mm-hmm. apparently all the influencers have them. That's what my mom told me when she got me this for Christmas. Um, okay. Really keeps your beverage cold. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Yeah, the technology is just, again, what a time to be alive. Right? Like, the internet, like, the internet was a mistake. <laughs> Like, so many things about our current timeline were a mistake. But, like, damn, I can keep my tea hot for, like, 12 straight hours. 
Yeah, like last Friday I made tea in the morning and then was too busy and so I didn't even get a chance to drink it until the afternoon and it was still super hot. I was like like insane. Amazing. Emperors in the past did not have this ability. <laughs> so true. We live like <sighs> gods. Yeah. Oh, someone, I saw someone, I think it was like a Tumblr post. I'll try and find it. And I'm going to write it down now so I don't forget. Um, and I believe this is partially a verbatim quote, but it was like, y'all ever think about what absolute mad decadence we live in that our term for plain is vanilla? Like, bro. Yeah. Because it's the most basic ice cream flavor. But like, extreme. people killed each other for that shit. Yeah. Whack. Raid's too easy now. Every Back other. in my day. Back in my day. In anyway. Um, yeah, did you have any other responses to that question that you thought were worth discussing? Just asking people if they have hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. Because if somebody's like, yeah, no, I don't really have any hobbies. I'm like, what do you who do? Are you? <laughs> like, what? Or anyone who's like, oh, no, I'm too busy with my, like, startup or whatever. No. Absolutely yeah, no. not. Like, I like people that are uh, passionate about things. Mm-hmm. You know? And if you just work and sleep and that's pretty much it, like... And again, there's nothing care. wrong with being a just, like, very mellow, kind of low-affect person. We are just most likely not going to get along. I will be too much TM. Mm-hmm. I get excited about a new thing, like, every other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just constantly jumping from thing to thing. Yeah. And I can't handle somebody who doesn't, like, have a thing they get geeky about. Yeah, no. Can't do it. Man, maybe I should look at the responses for this. That would have been smart, but... When have I ever done... <laughs> when have we ever done things the smart way here on the Fighting With Friends podcast? Yeah, I really only <laughs> glanced at a few of them. It was, uh... Come on. A lot of stuff that I'd kind of already thought about or that didn't really seem to apply. I like this one about the favorite compliment they've ever received. Ooh, okay. It tells you a lot about what people think of themselves and what they tend to value. Oh, here's uh, here's one for my for my game for my uh, game nerds. What does HP stand for? Health points, hit points, etc. Oh, yeah, I I had looked at that one, and there were um a bunch of different ones. I thought about you know the printer Hewlett Packard. Hmm. Yeah, there's... There's some good ones here. Yeah. What would you do if you won the lottery? Yeah, okay. But I feel like ones like that aren't kind of mundane. That's kind of... They are kind of mundane, but, like, the comment here says it's like, oh, you could get kind of get an idea of, like, their attitudes towards finance. Which, like, yeah, okay. That's, like, a non invasive like tell me what you think of this way to kind of gauge how someone might feel about a certain thing big question I heard in an interview what would you do if you came home and found a penguin in your freezer <laughs> I have no idea uh first up let him stay in there he likes the cold uh second call the local zoo yeah um I'm gonna say get him out of there, cause oh, my my freezer's pretty small. There's a lot of stuff in there. I suppose. I mean, but I assume that penguin went in there in the first place because I, you know, wanted the cold. Yeah, so I guess I would just put all my freezer items in a cooler. Then I think that would be step one. Yeah. And like maybe like crack the door a little to like make sure he can breathe. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah, probably probably see if um. If anywhere's missing a penguin. Yeah. 
Which again, the zoo would be the the first stop, and even if they aren't missing the penguin, they would know what to do or you know yeah where it might be from and all that. Here's one that's um, gonna be really specific to me personally, as someone who um, has recently entered her like metalhead era. If I were like, f- let's say for example, if I were playing the dating game again, which thank Christ I'm not, but like if I were playing the dating game again and I like was talking to a guy who seemed to have like kind of similar music taste to me like you know perhaps into into some heavy shit as well immediately gonna ask him what he thinks of ghost not just because i'm such a big ghost fan but there's this people are very like people can be very like gatekeepy and exclusionist about it like oh ghost isn't real metal like blah 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 like if you can't just like in like enjoy music made by people who are clearly having fun with it regardless of whether or not it fits exactly into you know xyz genre this isn't gonna work yeah (laughs) so like not just because i am such a fan of that but like if you can't like if you can't enjoy like the camp the theatrics like if you have to like be rigidly like oh i only listen to like super heavy hardcore like yeah. If you can't have fun with, like, if you take your own interests so seriously that, like, you're, like, kind of not having fun with it anymore, no. So, and I guess that extends to, like, various other things, but that's the example that's, or, like, the sort of scenario that comes to mind for me being a fan of the music that I am a fan of. You good there, bud? Yep. Just random tickle in my throat that just decided it was going to bother me. Cool, fun. Mm. And I was also um, Ganning here. Do you put the cart back when you're done shopping? If you don't, you're a monster. Yeah. Does Mike Wazowski blink or wink? That, like, that's a whole podcast episode right there. <laughs> Which, like, now I'm kind of sad that I did. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Think of, uh, like, 
troll the comments here for podcast discussion questions, but too late now, I guess. Or we've gotten there eventually? Whichever way you want to think about it. What's the last thing you did for the first time? Oh, what is the last thing I did for the first time? I think that's a really interesting one because it's going to show you, like, how interested people are in trying new things. and. Actually, you know. I think the last thing I did for the first time, and this is going to come back up during the weekly worsening, um, the last thing I did for the first time was buy a uh, sewing pattern. I have purchased a pattern for the first time in my life. And that was super recent. Yeah. So. Whatever that says about me, there you have it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I feel like it's also a hard question to answer because, like, how big or small does it yeah. need to be? Because mm. you know? <clears throat> I guess the first thing that popped in my head was buying a manga for the first time. But yeah, or like another big one that we both did went to a fucking anime convention. Yeah. So, depending on what you can, like, consider big enough to really think of as, like, a first time. Yeah, okay. That is actually super interesting. I like that one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Some of these I just don't... Do you sleep with your socks on? Oh, I do. But I don't get how that, like... Some people get very salty about that. I don't get it. Like... I think that was a really early podcast question, like, when Maddie was still here, and I'm, like, pretty sure we got very angry at each other. Oh, man. I don't don't get why it matters, because, like, it's just... It's your feet doesn't affect other people here's the thing it doesn't matter but again this entire podcast is just like things that don't matter so i understand trying to find those things like those questions that get people really heated but don't actually like have much consequence well but i just mean like because it's personal preference i can't really see what the points for or against it are yeah okay fair enough although i am a no socks person Facet- well, okay, I mean, I know why you're a no-socks person. I was just gonna ask, like, why specifically when you're sleeping? But then I forgot no- that you just hate socks, period. Yeah, I'm a no-things-on-my-feet-as-much-as-possible person. Yeah, no. I can't do that. It goes back to when I had surgery on both feet. Yes, you have explained this. Um, I can't do the opposite. Just, like, my, my tootsies get cold. <laughs> nope, I'm pretty much barefoot at all times. If I'm at home, anyway, obviously not out in public. Yeah. Yeah, my feet get cold. And if I can get away with, like, you know, the earliest I can wear sandals and stuff like that so I don't have to wear socks on there. You fascinate me. My feet just need to breathe. They felt, they were so penned in. My feet were wrapped from toe up, like, halfway up my calf for months. Hmm, gross. Yeah. And now that's why I can't... Like, ever since, I just can't. I don't like things with my feet. Hmm. It must be free. Free the feet. I like this one that just says what soup they like. <laughs> I mean, sure. That's sort of an interesting... I mean... Yeah. Is there a bad soup? I don't know. Yeah. I love the TikTok where the guy just stares into the camera and goes, Why don't we have alcoholic soup? And, like, that's it. Which, like... I feel like there's many, many cultures that, like, could step up to fill that void, like, very easily. Like, I think we need to, like, get, like, we need to give this task specifically to, like, the English, the Irish, the Scottish, a lot of Eastern Europeans. Like, there's many, many people that could step up to fill this void. There are a lot of fermented soups already that exist. You yeah, just but gotta are they like, alcoholic. You know, that's what I'm saying. You just gotta take it a, a step further, so they're on the path. Yeah, I think that is a thing that we need. Honestly, I think that would be very fun. Anyway, tell me about something you like doing that you're good at. That's a terrible question to ask me because I don't think I'm good at anything. <laughs> I'm a very bad judge of my own abilities. But that's why it tells you a lot about people. Oh, yeah. You are not wrong. 
I also just enjoy saying, ooh, squirrel, then check to see if they get excited at the prospect of a squirrel. <laughs> okay, yeah, that'll do it. Try to see if you're, like, ADHD compatible. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly what I need someone to make me worse. I'm not that. Yeah, I was gonna- mm, Yeah, that is the last thing you need. You need somebody to keep you on track. Mm. You know, they say opposites attract because sometimes you do need- the opposing force yeah yeah i do feel that um this next thing i have if we feel we have sort of beaten this to death yeah i'd say it's on life support (laughs) was um this came up on an episode of side stories that i was listening to to today uh shout out last podcast on the left love you boys um i can't remember who who brought it up but either way they were talking about how this group of parrots at a zoo had to be, like, separated because the parrots were encouraging each other to swear. And Kissel specifically, like, towards the end of this little, like, portion of the conversation was like, do the parrots know that they're swearing? And here's my thing. I don't think they know that they are, like, cursing. But I think a lot mm-hmm. of animals of a like certain level of intelligence definitely know when they are doing something that they are not supposed to be doing and have the ability to sort of like, you know, egg each other on like, oh yeah, you like, you know, do you too, do the bad thing. It'll be like, it's fun. We know we're not supposed to be doing this, but we're having fun doing it. Yeah. So I think they know that they are being naughty boys and encouraging each other's tomfoolery. Yeah, I mean, they don't have, I assume they don't have a grasp of the English language to the human level, but they they can differentiate between words and, like, assign different meaning to different words. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> I guess it all depends on how people react to them saying those words. Yeah, no, like, my dog, 100%, like, Piper, she knows she's not supposed to be on the couch, she gets up on there anyway when she thinks she's alone, and then sometimes, when she gets caught, she does her little, like, I'm so sorry. Like, looks up, guilty dog. Like, the entire subreddit, r slash guilty dogs, is wonderful. It's just dogs, like, looking away from the mess that they've created. So, like, obviously, Mm. animals know when they've done something naughty. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and especially for an animal as, um, I guess intelligent is one way to put it, or, like, we think of parrots as, like, certain species of parrot as being particularly intelligent just because of how well... They are able to communicate with us mm-hmm. or like how many things they are able to learn so like i would say an animal as intelligent as a parrot definitely knows that it's doing something it's not supposed to be doing and i would assume has the ability to kind of encourage others to partake in causing some trouble yeah but it's it's all dependent on humans though you know, it is like, all dependent on humans, so I don't think they know that they're swearing. I think they know that they're doing something that they're not supposed to, but they're having a little fun with it. As long as humans have, like, chastised them for doing it or something. Because yeah. if someone just swears around them all the time and they never act like it's a bad thing, they're not going to know any different. Yeah. It's just any other word to them. So they need to not only say the words, but also get yelled at for doing so, or, you know, to learn that it's not something And I would assume that they have been, seeing as they've been separated, and are also, like, parrots in a zoo where they know that, like, children are probably going to be like, I want to talk to the bird, and then the bird tells them to fuck off. (laughs) Which, like, and Henry brought up an excellent point. I want to be sweared at by a parrot. If a parrot told me to fuck off, I'd be having a great day. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Yeah, but it's not any different than human beings, though, because, you know, what we count as swear words is pretty much arbitrary. Like, they're words that we made up. Yeah, I mean, every- well, I mean, yeah, when you break it down like that, everything is made up. So, like- But, I mean, so, the the point being, though, that even a human being, you know, we don't know that a word is bad until people react to it badly. Yeah, okay, that's fair. You know, because, like, there have been times where- you know, I've come across a term that I'm like, I don't know what this is. And people are like, oh my god, that's a terrible, like, you know, it's a racial slur or something. I'm like, what? That There actually is one example of that that came up in a movie that apparently it was a racial slur. And I'm like, I've never heard this in my life. I never would have thought it was something bad. 
Yikes. Obviously, I'm not gonna say it because it's well, <laughs> yeah. But like, it's like when kid, like it's like when kids don't know that a word is a swear word. Like yeah. I remember when I was in grade school, this one kid was telling me he accidentally learned the f word because he was just trying to come up with things that would rhyme with duck. And then his mom yelled at him. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it it all comes from human reaction because otherwise they don't know anything about. Of course, I'm just keep thinking about peepers this whole time. Because <laughs> peepers is the only parrot I've ever known. I have never known a parrot, and boy, would I like to. Yeah, she... Nice to visit. Wouldn't want to have one. Just so messy and... I've said this so many times. I just want a friend that has a bird so that I don't have to deal with the bird screaming at 2 a.m., but mm-hmm. I can go over there and, like, hang out with it and yeah. give it little treats. Yeah, it was it was a fun to watch peepers like yell at people and Incredible. try to steal. I, and, you know. I need this in my life. No matter how many times I heard her call my brother Bobby, <laughs> her brother's name is Justin. <laughs> Nobody knows why she called him Bobby. She just always did. I so she, absolutely she love it. You know, whatever. And um, just like she named the cat Chicken. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. God, amazing. Yeah. Um, Here's a final thing. And I don't know, I don't know if this, I saw this somewhere. I'll... I don't know where I got this. This definitely is not an original idea from me. I will say that. I will try and unearth where I, this was first, like, put into my brain. But who knows? Um... What are your thoughts on the notion of a car that will not turn unless you use your turn signal? So, one quick clarifying point. Yes. So, the car will not turn unless the turn signal is on. Correct. If the turn signal is on, are you then immediately required to turn and you can't get out of the turning? No. Okay. Like, everything about your car is normal. The car functions as normal, but if you don't put your fucking signal on, you cannot turn, you cannot change lanes. I don't think that could work practically, because what about, like, bends in the road? Okay. (laughs) Well, this specifically comes to my mind because of the way that my street is. Yeah, So like, there's some workaround for that. I don't yeah, know what yeah. it would be. I am not. Yeah. I yes. don't I'm, like. I'm not actually thinking about this in the way of like how we're actually trying to implement like self-driving yeah. cars or whatever. Um, yeah. fuck Tesla. <laughs> but like, just the concept of a car where everything is normal. Yeah. yeah. But if you don't use your fucking signal, you don't get to change lanes. You do not get to turn. Yeah, I mean, my, my first instinct is excellent. Yeah. Yes. You know, make those people use their turn signals. I hate it when people, like, hit their brakes because they're turning and they never signaled. And I'm like, oh my god, it pisses me off so much. I would have been ready for it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I can also imagine a lot of scenarios where it could cause problems. Hmm, yeah. Like, if, for example, you're in an emergency situation... And you're kind of frantic, and, you know. I can see that being a problem. That would be an issue. Um, back when I used to have a Tumblr account, there was this post that was like, I'll just keep coming up with random things that I've seen on the internet in the past today. Who knows why? But there was this post that was like, oh, you know what's so fun? Using your turn signal. Like, someone's like being annoyed because of bad drivers. <laughs> Somebody commented, it was like, I'm sorry, I'm from Tennessee, I don't understand. And the original poster comes back and replies, just show this to the horse you ride, he'll take it from there. <laughs> That's like, okay. <laughs> oh, nice. love it. As much as, uh, like, 2013 Tumblr was a hellscape, it was integral in shaping my sense of humor. Like, as an mm. adult. Mm. So, for that, I'm grateful. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think ultimately my answer would be no, because I'm now I'm just trying to imagine scenarios, like, what if you are in the middle of passing somebody on the highway, they're in the right lane, you're in the left lane, and they all of a sudden decide, I'm going to come over into your lane because they didn't bother to check their blind spot, and you need to suddenly turn, or you're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. 
Or if you're, like, being followed. Yeah. And you don't yeah, want to... So I guess yeah. this would just, like, create more problems, but god. Imagine a... But, but also, like, there are times where I'm just like, imagine a world where, like, nobody could cut you off because they didn't signal. I... I would like to imagine a world where people would be held accountable for not using their turn signal when they should. Like... I don't want to go the route of, like, you know, you have a monitor in your car where the government gets notified. Yeah, that's the problem. You know, but, like, but I wish there were some way, you know. Yeah, same. Like, I want people to learn to use your fucking turn signal, but I don't know any way to, like, enforce that that wouldn't cause more problems. Yeah. Or to, like, make it a requirement that wouldn't cause more problems. Everybody has a dash cam, and if you see somebody who doesn't use their turn signal, you push a little button and it takes a picture of their vehicle and sends it to them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a little closer. I don't like these ideas. I just don't like that people yeah. don't use turn Yeah, no. Like, just you, use your turn signal so we don't have to yeah. do these things. Yeah. And I feel like there's plenty of times where it's reasonable not to use it. Like, if you're in an empty parking lot by yourself... That's fine. Turn down an aisle, you know, like yeah. I mean, if you're in an empty parking lot by yourself, if you're like getting out of your, if you're like the the. God, what is the word? Graveyard shift. There we go. Thank you. Uh, I say to myself, if you're the graveyard, like you're the only person on the graveyard shift of whatever you're closing up. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you fucking want. Yeah. Although one of my biggest pet peeves is people that drive through parking spaces, like like they just completely ignore the aisles and or organized order of oh the see when i was like closing up when, a... it, when it's a busy parking lot. okay that is a problem that is bad do not do that i also hate that but when i was like closing up at the movie theater and the parking lot was like literally empty i would just just oh yeah straight line. i mean who cares it's empty yeah i mean if there's it, no if one it's, around like, empty or it's like just kind of a dead zone there's nobody out and about yeah, yeah there was like, like one other car on the other end of the parking lot i'd be like yeah. well who cares but the number of times I've almost been hit because I'm driving down an aisle normally and somebody decides they want to zip through a couple of parking spaces that are empty. I'm like, no, it's fine to do no, that when it's an empty no. lot. But this is like middle of the day on a weekday. Mm. There's tons of people about. Like, Yeah, no, absolutely not. I've had to slam on my brakes and I'm like, no, this, I was, I, I was following the law. Bro, did I tell you I got <laughs> sideswiped on the way to Power Wolf? Yeah. Yeah. You told that in your Power Wolf stories. Yeah. That was... But was that in the last episode? Could have been. Could have been. I got sideswiped on the way to the Power Wolf concert. Somebody, like, shot off of the exit and clipped me. And they did more damage to their own car. Like, they took off their own side mirror. And I pulled over to assess the damage, assuming that they were going to do the same thing. And they just kept fucking driving. What is wrong with you? Yeah, people suck. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that wasn't fun. And you know, maybe that wouldn't have happened if they were required to use their turn signal. <laughs> or else they couldn't change lanes. I'm still bitter that the person who caused me to total my car a number of years back just left. I don't think I've ever heard this story in detail. Please share really much of a story because i i was living in maine 2014 november 1st 2014 i remember the very specific date i'm not gonna i would remember totaling my car well because it was the day after halloween and there was like yeah. a was really big snow um and they canceled morning classes but i had to be on campus for afternoon classes and i was like 20 minutes away from campus but of course, like, even in Maine, when it snows, people are like, what is this white stuff? How do I drive in this? You know? Do better. Um, <laughs> and we were all, like, there was a bunch of us, like, trying to merge onto the highway, but everybody was, you know, oh, how do I drive in this weather? You know? <clears throat> so we're kind of, you know, trying to, to get on, but there's a line of us getting on the highway. And... I can kind of see that it looks relatively open, but I glance back to check my blind spot to make sure. Turn around just as the car, two in front of me, slams on their brakes at the end of the ramp. The person behind them stops like an inch away from their bumper, but because I was looking at my blind spot at that exact moment, I slammed into the person in front of me. 
and totaled my car. And then, of course, the person who caused the whole thing just drove away. You there was no reason it. to stop. You so hate to see it. And it made me so mad because even the, the woman that I hit was like, that asshole. Like, <laughs> this is not your fault. If I had been looking, you know, checking the blind spot like you're supposed to at the same time you were, I would have hit them too. Yeah. Insane. So, still, still mad about it because, yeah, my car was totaled. And... I would have. Like, did you go to. Like, was your car, like, even drivable? Did oh. you get. I would have set myself on fire. No, I had to wait for the tow truck. And then they they towed me back to the you know towed me back to the garage. It's like a mile from my apartment, and but I then I had to walk back to my yeah. Apartment. No, I would have just been like, just send my email, whatever, but just be like, not today. I'm trying to think of how high the. I think the snow was like up to my waist. Yeah, no. I, I, I would have gotten home, got on my computer, and just been like, not today. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean I couldn't go to campus or anything. Okay, so fantastic. So at least at least you I had no way to get there. Technically, quote unquote, got that out of it, which like you didn't. But yeah, but also at least you yeah. had a reason to be like, "Fuck this." But also, I hit a car hard enough to total my car, so I was not feeling great. Oh yeah, no, I can imagine. <laughs> Just bruise and like, oh, ouchie. Yeah, it, was, it was real bad. That seatbelt really got me. Oh yeah, my um the seatbelt housing actually shattered on impact like there were pieces of it everywhere oh my god did it like cut up your face no thank god but my airbag didn't go off like it was supposed to either so that was great fun did you have like a shitbox car or well it wasn't terrible it was a ford focus wasn't that old (laughs) but um that's also how my mug got chipped my snake the mug i now use is my snake mug oh Oh, it gotcha. was in a bag in the back seat, and it flew off the back seat with such force that it chipped the mug inside of my bag. Wow. Yeah, it was it was an impact. That's kind of impressive, honestly. Yeah, but that was that was an absolutely miserable day, walking through waist deep snow in pain. Yeah, I can imagine. That's that's a day where you you just like you go home. I forgot the the cherry on top. Um, oh no, we didn't, have, we didn't have power because of the the storm. I would so, have laid down in the snow and died. Yeah, like, I would so have chosen I, to pass away. The power was out for, I think it was like 24 hours or something like that. But it was out when I left. Um, and so it was still out when I had the accident. And so I stopped at the grocery store and got groceries that I could eat without power. You know, like peanut butter and stuff like that. And so not only was I walking to my home in waist-deep snow, I was also carrying bags of groceries. No. I would have chosen a snowbank and it would have become my grave. <laughs> oh my god, it was so absolutely miserable. And it actually made me even madder when I got home and the power was back on. Because I didn't need to get those groceries. <laughs> and I didn't need to carry them in a mile through, <laughs> a mile through waist-deep snow. <laughs> you know, it's times like these... Just sometimes I am a slug and God is salting me. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, that's no, just no, how no. it be. What a, what a great day that was. Yikes. Like, I, I had a bit of a breakdown when I walked through the door and saw the power response. Oh, I 100% would have had a breakdown. Uh, that is justified. Oh, big yeah. stretchies from the boy. Like, it's good that the power's on, but not after I went through the effort of dragging these groceries home. You know, And even buying them, being as like in pain as I was and everything. I just wanted to go home and fall over. Well, you got there eventually. Oh. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a good time. Oh, great time. But I think that's going to bring us to the weekly worsening. <laughs> you got anything off the top yeah. of your head? Because I sure do. Oh, man. Um, it's spring break. I should be using this time to catch up on work. Are you not doing um, that? No, I'm really not. Uh, I bought... A set of crochet hooks. Um, because I've had some, like, you know, I got a bunch of them that I've kind of bought here and there as I've needed them, and I was like, I just want a nice set. And I bought a nice Japanese set of crochet hooks that I shouldn't have spent the money on. Of course you did. Can't but, say I'm shocked. Yeah, but I've been, you know, crocheting this week, crocheting my pochita and crocheting pochita. a blanket and 
And I got that controller for my Switch. God, who are you? Gamer. Just digging into these things that I shouldn't be spending this much time on, but I am. Whatever. Um, so that's what I also did uh, frame my, my art prints. Oh my god, they're so cute. I got um, white foam sheets to put a little strip along each side so that it kind of is like a mat in a sense, so it holds the picture back. and I love it. A little bit. Yeah. So I was real proud of that, but... I'm a big fan. Yeah. I mean, that's that's primarily how I'm worse this week. Um, here's how I'm worse. I spent $200 on fabric for a cosplay. Nice. For one cosplay? For one cosplay. I hate me too, but also I don't. <laughs> Is it for the ghost one? Of course it's for the, of course it's for the ghost one. Well, I, didn't, I didn't know if you were, you had another one brewing. No. No. Nothing that I have to, like, actually make a custom item for in the way that I have to for this. But, like, I bought, as I said, I bought patterns. I've got bag full of fabric over there. I have stolen the sewing machine from my mother. <laughs> I serious. am very serious. I'm going insane. But, you know, if this is what keeps me from, like, doing drugs, whatever. I, um, I've taken this week as an opportunity to also start taking some boxes out of this closet in this room. So are you just making a bigger mess in another room in your apartment? I mean, there's, there's some stuff sitting out right now, but I'm doing, I'm making some good progress, like getting rid of things and stuff, but man, what a treasure trove. Did you find the stuffed frog? No, I think that one might be in the basement. I don't have any stuffed animals in this closet. Hmm. I'm hoping it still exists somewhere. It's possible I got rid of it at some point. But um, when I was like 11, 10, 11 years old, uh, my best friend and I were obsessed with Nancy Drew books. And we went to Catholic school together, but we both left for public school for in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And so this was the 90s, so that we stayed in touch by writing letters back and forth. That is so cute. Letter where we talked about our detective agency because we solved mysteries and we even had like code names and stuff like that and i found some of those letters that's so cute oh my god just reading them and just losing (laughs) we were so serious we legitimately thought we were detectives solving mysteries listen there is nothing like being a like 12 year old girl and just being insane we even had our own, like, little detective kits, because this was the point in time where, like, these tiny... There was a very specific kind of tiny backpack that was really in style at the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, and so we each had one of those, and we they were our detective kits, where we had, like, a magnifying glass and, like, a notebook with pencil and, you know, whatever else. That is so was... cute. That is yeah. so cute. I love that so much. They're weird little girls are the backbone of civilization. No, I will not elaborate. Yeah, oh man, I was such a book nerd in so many ways at that point in my life. Like, that was life. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Well, that's so I, fun. I'm looking forward to seeing what else I'm going to find. Uh, yeah, keep me in the loop. I need. I want to hear about everything. Yeah. No, I want to hear about everything weird... you unearth. Yeah, I found my electronic uh, Dear Diary, which is just... Oh, I remember those <laughs> shits. Yeah, I haven't come across my Polly Pockets yet, but they're somewhere. Those are, like, valuable now. Yeah, they're in one of the boxes. I got a lot of boxes in there. Hell yeah. Well, that's um, super fun. Yeah, getting rid of stuff and organizing things into clear bins so that I can actually find what I'm looking for. Nice. Yeah. Honestly, that's my idea of a good time, whether or not that's very sad to say at age 24. I like organizing. The thing is, I have trouble letting go of things. And so it's very Me stressful. too, bestie. Like, over there is laying this lovely iridescent purse from, like, some high school dance that I'm like, it's so cool. I'm never gonna use it. Like, I need to get rid of it. But it's hard to do because I have an attachment. Yeah, issue. I feel that. I feel that big so. time. 
So I like organizing, but I find it very stressful because I, I don't want to give things up, but I need to give things up. So it's a little bit of a mixed bag. Yeah, okay, that's fair. It is satisfying, though, once you get stuff organized and you look at it and you're like, look at it. Such a good feeling. Such mm-hmm. a good feeling. Such a Nice. All right. Well, as always, uh, thank you, friends, for fighting with us. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we will be back again next week. Adios. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at AndSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook. And join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature. Or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.